Parshas Boi Shvi by Daber Hashem Al Moshe Leimer, and Hashem speaks to Moshe saying. Now, it seems like that this saying is um, this is taking place on the fifteenth day. Uh, presumably, once they came to, uh, they traveled from Ramsi to Koisa <coughs> with their Misharoisim Tzuros Mam and they went and they they they, they traveled. Um, uh, that 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 long that long trip they do traveled it instantly. So it says in Pasuk Lamedzayim, "Yisub bnei Yisrael meramsu Yisukoisa." So Lachayra, at that point when they came to Sukkis, I'm assuming uh, that it's there, uh, not before they left, um, but I don't know. But but the main thing is, it it it's da- definitely uh, uh, seems that this took place on the fifteenth of the month. Because Rashi brought evidence in the um, in the in the previous pasuk that it, when the Torah says that you should celebrate it as a chagoysim uh, that you should celebrate it a chag which is on the fifteenth day. Rashi uh, the pasuk Yudalot Perikid Beis says and then Rashi says over there the the day you have to remember at the Rashi says we don't know which day. Vadayin l'shemah neize who yeim azikorin tav lemer zocheres hayeim azashi yitzosim. Remember this day. So when the pasuk is going to say now in pasuk gimel zocheres hayeim azay, it means the fifteenth day. So Hashem is saying to them on the fifteenth day of Nisan. So Hashem says base kadesh li kol bechayr, sanctify five for me every firstborn. Peter kol rechem bivnei Yisrael. That opens up the womb. Uh, of the children of Israel, meaning that opens up the womb of the mother, the firstborn to the mother, that opens up the womb, the first child that she has, or the opening of the womb. Adam, whether it's by the humans, Uva Behema, whether it's in the animals, Lihu, they belong to me. So basically, Hashem is telling him that uh, after the Makas of Bechiris, that the Bechiris belong to him. Peter Korechem, Zokrashi, Sheposach Hasarechem Tchila, the one that opens the womb first. Kemoi, like we find in Mishli Yudzai in Pasuk Yudalet, Poiter Mayim Reishis Modin. So the uh, beginning of strife uh, is like uh, letting out water. Poiter uh, Mayim means letting out water. Is Reishis Modin. Letting out water is the beginning of strife. Vechein, likewise in Tilmuch Abbas Ches, says Yaftiru Besofa, meaning they will open up their lips. Yiftuchus v'sayim, opening up the lips. So Hashem says that they're lihu. Rashi leatzmi knisim. I have acquired them for myself. The bechel al deshi kesi bechel mitzrayim by smiting the firstborn of the Egyptians. Now, pasuk gimel starts with Moshe saying what Hashem said. Now it doesn't start off. And Hashem saying over here. Hashem just said one statement over here. He says kavisli kol bechel petakol rechem. That's all what he said. Moshe actually to the people now that he's speaking to them in Pasuk Gimel starts off with something totally different, talking about Zacharias or Yemshitzosim Mitzrayim, and uh, telling them instructions what will take place, and then telling them all about the Shivas Yom Teichal Matzis. Um, so I don't know if this is what Moshe Rabbeinu is responding to them that Hashem told him once again, or this is actually what Moshe Rabbeinu is giving them over now what is important for the uh, Pesach Doris, because Shiva Shiva Matzis Bayim Ashvi is telling them 
what Hashem told him to do in the Pesach Doiris. Because um, the rest, all this is written after when they started, the, when it says, This was all given on Rosh Chodesh. This is all part of Hashem saying to him on Rosh Chodesh, on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Over there we have the halachas of Shivas Yomim, Matzis Techeilu, and, uh, and, and, and a lot of the halachas that, um, not a lot of halachas, but uh, the, also the Loyer El Chachometz, the Loyer El Chosir Vulecha. So, uh, Maybe those halachas which were uh, negaya to the uh, Pesach doiris, they weren't negaya for that particular Pesach. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu did not say to them until this point, until the day of Hamishasa, until the day of the 15th of Nisan, for the future. Not negaya to that, uh, to that, to that year. Um, and... Uh, um, or we shall say that this is all, uh, all, uh, um, all part of Hashem's new saying over here to him, and then he was repeating what Hashem said to him over here, because this thing that Hashem told him that precedes the pasuk, the pasuk base kadosh l'kol there's only mentioned towards the end of this whole statement over here. Moshe Rabbeinu is starting to tell them about in pasuk base, as he's telling them uh, by Kiviach Hashem Aleretzaknani, but all the other halachas are not mentioned here in in, in, in Hashem speaking to him. By Yomer Moshe Elhaam, so Moshe says, "If Zacharis Hayom Hazeh, remember this day, this day which is uh, the fifteenth of Nisan, as we said before from Rashi, Asher Yitzosem Mitzrayim, that you have gone out of Egypt. This day you're going out of Egypt. Mibeis Abodim from the house of slavery." Remember it, meaning you should celebrate. Remember it as a celebration. Hashem took you out with a strong hand. And here comes, And chametz shall not be eaten. Again, this is not in the Shem's mitzvah over here, but uh, it doesn't say in, 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 in here, but conceivably this is the loyachel chametz that Hashem told them before. So what is he saying? Remember this day. Um, so even though he was standing on the day of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, but he's telling him to remember this day. This is teaching us Since we have to remember, so we have to do it every day. Every day, by definition, is a separate entity. So if we say you have to remember something, so it's, you have to remember every day. It looks like I mean, that's the way things break up, by day. So therefore, every day, you have to remember Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Pasuk Dalet. Hayoyim atem yeitzim aviv. Today you're going out in the month of spring. Okay. B'chaydesh aviv. Did they not know? He's telling them, Moshe, today you're going out b'chaydesh aviv. So, uh, But this is what he said to them. Look the kindness that he did to you. That he took you out in a month which is fitting to go out. It's not sunny, it's not cold, it's not rain. So the Pesach says in Tilin Samachas, Pesach Zayin, Moitzi Asidim B'Kosharis. He takes out the imprisoned in a good time. Chodesh which is fit to go out. I'm just wondering, like this statement like this, uh, this is something that Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them by themselves, on his own, about the chesed that Hashem did for them? 
or is this something that Hashem says to Moshe that he should say to them? Now, of course it's written in the Torah for, for Moshe to write in the Torah written by Moshe down, but the, the actual statement, how is it to be understood? As something that Moshe is saying, So he's saying to them, because this is talking about a mile of, of them, this is only said in the words of Moshe. Does it mean that the Abishta said this to Moshe, and Moshe is repeating this, or this is Moshe on his own saying? And when Moshe said, even before it could be, uh, that this is like Moshe Rabbeinu saying, need to look in to uh, clarify this. And it will be when Hashem will bring you to the land of the Kanani, the Chiti, the Meir, the Chiv, the Vusi, that He has promised to your fathers to give to you. Land that flows milk and honey. So then you shall do this service in this month. Meaning in the month of. Uh, a month of uh, Nisan, you should do this Aveda. The Aveda of Korban Pesach and the Matzes and the Yom Tov, all the Aveda that we serve this service. But Rashi already said before that this whole uh, mitzvah was only uh, uh, when the it's rolled, it's repeated again. Rashi will explain why. Uh, that the, the, the Aveda Pesach was only in Eretz roll, as we learned in Rashi. Although he only counts your five nations, then all seven nations are included. It doesn't mean excluding any nations. It's not only five. Really, when it says the word Kanani, Kanani means them all. There's only one of the families, once they branched out, so that we're called Kanani. So really, when we say Kanani, we mean them all. And then, we're, so the word the Kanani is the main, and then he branches out and he tells you about four of them. It still needs explanation. Why would he... According to this, Aladetza Kanani means the Kanani, which includes the other three that are not mentioned by name, Chiti, Meri, Chibi, Vusi, are mentioned, and the other ones that are not mentioned, they're also included. Plus, the Torah then finds it necessary to explicitly mention which it needs explanation why only um, why only these are mentioned. Nishbalavisecha, is going to bring up sukim in which the uh, promise of Hashem was is found. So that's a covenant that Hashem makes with Avram. It says, uh, So, uh, the Torah tells over there that he's going to give it to him and his children. And by Yaakov it says, in So here we see that Hashem Nishbalah lost his law. Now Rashi, in the beginning, when I said the Gam Hakimaisi is Brisi, Rashi brings down that there was actually a bris for this also, not just Nishba. And Rashi brought down the before and one of the Psukim from in, in the beginning of 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 of, of Vaira. Rashi bring down Rashi brought down over there the uh Lost Lamasaras Kanan. Rashi bring Lavrom Pashis Mila. 
and the Yitzchak Luchol Zeracha Eten Nesorit Sazois, and so and then he says Anikel Shadai. There is a different Pesukim, I think, over there is connected with the Bris. Need to look in to see the Pesukim Rashi brings down over there and over here. Zabas Cholav Udvash to bring the flows milk and honey. What does it mean? Flows milk and honey. Look at Cholav Zav Mina Izim. The milk flows from the goats because they were so full loaded with milk that they were. Good and so that the not bad. Vash zovinat morim and atenim and the honey flows from the dates and from the figs. As avoda hazois this service you do the service. Rashi pesach of the one of pesach. But kvar nemal amayla. But already says above and you base chafei voy kisavoy lorets. And we learned over there that the mitzvah of, of korban pesach of the uh, the idea of korban pesach and the services only applies when they go into land of Eretz Yisrael. But while they were in the midbar, they only had this the second pesach. Why did he repeat it? I'm wondering, so when we say that in, in, in the Midbar they didn't have any of the Pesach, it means not Chometz and not the Yom Tev and not the, uh, um, some of the other deals uh, you know, the, that, that involve Matzah, but it means totally not or not the carbon Pesach. But the other Halachas did apply over there. Uh, so why did he repeat again? Because something which was renewed. Uh, now, what does it mean? Why did Moshe Rabbeinu repeat to learn it? Or why did Hashem repeat it to Moshe and Moshe is repeating it again? I mean, this is basically the same question as I had before. All this is saying, is this Moshe Rabbeinu saying again what Hashem told him, or this is Moshe Rabbeinu saying from before, and he is sort of, Moshe Rabbeinu saying it to them a second time, and this is, uh, um, some of it he said to them before, and some of them he's saying now. Um, see, this Pasuk Chafei that Rashi is quoting, that's already from the words of Moshe before. Moshe Rabbeinu told him before, that was from the words that Hashem told him under Shchodesh Nisun and Shchodesh Zalachem. And now, uh, this, this is, right before this parsha is when Hashem speaks to him on uh, the 15th of Nisun. Uh, so, um, it says, So, conceivably, maybe this Hashem said to him again, and he's repeating again. So, because something that was renewed. So then, according to this, this is all a, a Hashem told them a second time. It's not that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying this second time. There's something new that Hashem uh, told Moshe, and and, and and that's why Moshe repeats the whole thing. The Parsha is showing an Emra. It says over there, Sham Chavav Hayukiyim Raleichem Beneichem Ma'avid Zeslachem. So over there in Pasuk Chavav, it refers to the uh, the Ben Rosha over there. Ma'avid Zeslachem Ben Rosha Kosim Medabesh. So he starts with a clue. That he takes himself because he says lochem, but can over here in this pasuk ches the pasuk of God to levincha. We're talking about you should tell your son as we're going to see in a minute. The bein sheni daily shel talk about a son who cannot ask. And the pasuk teaches you should tiftach leato b'divrei God the meshchon zaleiv that you should open up to him. You should teach him. So since this is a, a chiddush v'gadta, that's why the whole parsha was read a second time. So uh, so again, so who's the chazer v'shana? Not clear yet, and therefore we say the pasuk says not only this. Pasuk gives you also the other halachas I mentioned before. Pasuk vav shivas yomim toichel matzis uvayoy mashvi chag la Hashem for seven days you shall eat 
be matzis, and on the seventh day is a yom for Hashem. So, um, again, the previous pasuk uh, Rashi says that the um, um, that the reason why this pasuk was the pasuk vayi kivi acha aleret zakanani. It says in the pasuk vavadito as havoida azoyis. So Rashi teaches the havoida azoyis means the havoida of Pesach. So lechayre, what is the meaning of havoida of Pesach? Does he mean um, the carbon Pesach only? Does the Avedo Pesach mean all the other things that are involved with the Pesach? The Pesach, the Matzah, the, and the, and the uh, Chometz that's not supposed to be eaten. Um, because and when Rashi says, Lomachazer Vishonah, which is and Chadishba, the Dovashen is Chadishba is actually in Pesachas. Which is, and now we have sandwich, Pasig Vav and Pasig Zayin. So, Lechayda, it's all uh, included, Lava Chazar Vishonah, because the same question is on Shiva Siyam Techel Matzis that we learn in the Pasig Zayin. Let's say Pasig Zayin, Matzis, Yaochel, is Shiva Sayyamim, you should eat Matzis for seven days. And then the Pasig says, Veloyero Locha Chometz, Veloyero Locha Soir, so not to be seen to you, Chometz. Um, in your possession, uh, the leavening agent should not be in your possession in all of your borders. Uh, so these are sandwiched in between the next pasikhez, we got to the by Yem Hulaymer. And uh, that you should tell your son by Yem Hulaymer, that because of this, uh, um, so here we got Rashi says uh, so he's not asking but you have to relate to him um, and Rashi says what does it mean because of this uh, you're telling yourself because of this uh, so that I fulfill his mitzvahs the reason why Hashem took me out is so on the condition basically or because that I should do this mitzvahs and they said, So this Pesach, the carbon Pesach, the Matzah, and the Morer, these, so this is what is laying in his, uh, on his house. Um, and this is on the night of Pesach. So, um, so here, um, it seems like, So we're talking about specifically, he's giving him, Pesach Matzah, Halolu. So that fits with the, uh, Avoidah Pesach, meaning the service of Pesach would, would include Pesach Matzah Moder. But the fact that the Pesach Sanders is in Shivas Yom Techomatzis is mashma that that is also included on part of this, of this Avoidah that he was talking about over here. And Rashi only gives an example to go in Pesach Matzah Moder Halolu. Is this excluding the, um, the, the, the Shivas Yom the Matzis and the Chomets? Loyal Chomets? And also in the command of the Eibushter, Bashas Achaydish Zalachem, we find this command of the Shivas Yom Toichal Matzis in Perikid Beis Posik Tezvov, and Ubayim Arishim Mikrokaydish Ubayim Ashvi Mikrokaydish. Over here in this Posik, it just says Shivas Yom Toichal Matzis Ubayim Ashvi Chag Lashem. It doesn't talk about the Ubayim Arishim. In the words of Moshe Rabbeinu, we find that Moshe Rabbeinu is repeating it. To the Bnei Yisrael, and he's 
Over there said, Also, this is the Pasuk that Rashi was referring to before, in uh, Pasuk Chavav. Uh, also, the Indian from the Avoida, in which Rashi has, why is it uh, repeated again? But uh, but over there, uh, in Moshe's words, there is no mention of the Shiva Siyamim Teichel uh, over there. He just tells them, so he's only talking about the Zevach Pesach Lashem. That's talking about the night of of, of Pesach. And that's the Avodah. Doesn't say anything in that pasuk b'chalal with Moshe Rabbeinu's words. He's not talking about the Shiva Siyomim Matzis Yochel over there. Yes. Now that's that's the answer. Um, Rashi says that came to the Lachem uh, that came to the Ben Rashi. Um and then we have at the end of the pasuk, and the pasuk says here, pasuk ches, Hashem li Hashem li, that this is actually a remez tshuva leben Russia. This is actually a hinting of a tshuva to the evil son Leimar to say, as Hashem li It's made to me. Hashem is done for me, not for you. Sheilo lo Had you been there, you wouldn't have been fit. You wouldn't be worthy to be redeemed. So even though the Ben Rosh was written about before in the previous Pasik, but in this Pasik there's a hint, Rashi says to the Ben Rosh, that we have to apply it over there. So again, the whole Seder of here exactly, you know, which Parshas Moshe Rabbeinu says and what he doesn't say, and the, as I um, mentioned last time, the Shana HaKosuv, um, is it uh, just the Pasik is repeating it, and... Um, and um, you know, as the Dagoda we say uh, that the the, the Pesach connected about Bonim, the Torah talks about the Torah as opposed to saying that Hashem spoke about the the four Bonim, meaning that the they're mentioned in the Torah, but it's um, it's only in the words of Moshe Rabbeinu that we find in both places before when it talks about the. Uh, ben Rashi, and now when we have the uh, the Ben Sheni uh, Elishal, in which we got to live in and now we're going to see a pasuk test, and also we'll see this also in the 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 the, the, the Kishalcha Bincha Mochar, uh, which is the uh, <coughs> the Shiloh from the um, from the Tam, uh, the Tipesh, as Rashi calls him later on. Um, that is also all in the world words of Moshe Rabbeinu. He's continuing. Moshe Rabbeinu is continuing these words, not in the words from the Eved to Moshe Rabbeinu, but Moshe Rabbeinu's words. So Pasuk says, uh, and this shall be to you. This uh, Rashi, said, Rashi is going to explain this, referring to Yitzis Mitzrayim. Yitzis Mitzrayim should be to you for a sign on your hand. Meaning that Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim should be placed in the tefillin that's on the handle, and as a remembrance between your eyes, that's the tefillin shal rosh, so that the, the portion of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim should be written in the tefillin shal yadan shal rosh. Leman, in order, that the law of Hashem should be in your mouth. Um, for with a strong hand, with a mighty hand, Hashem is taking you out of Egypt. So what, what does it mean in order that the, uh, that the law of Hashem, the Torah of Hashem, should be in your mouth? Um, 
Does it mean the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim that we learned uh, before, the Zechidish Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? And the Indian, uh, he says, Leman, so in order, let's do the Rashi. V'hoi l'cholois ayotcha, so the Rashi Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim tiya l'cholois, the this will be the exit of Egypt will be a sign. Um, you should write this portion you should tie him on the hand, head and on the hand. Rashi chooses to write the word Zeroish and then Zeroish even though Rashi uses the word Tikashrim. So by the hand he calls them as a sign. And as a remembrance, uh, maybe uh, remembrance is connected more to the intellect, and the sign is more connected to the emotion, to the hand. Um, so the tia teres teres asher b'ficha al yodcha says you should put it al yodcha. So yodcha zukrashi, which hand is it? Zukrashi atzma. Your hand means the left hand. Lefikach, therefore yodcha mali. Uh, so therefore, in the uh, in the second section uh, later on, it's written full with a hey yodcha. Um, uh, so lidrish ba beparshishniya, and that's pasuk zayin. It says lidrish ba. To learn Yad Shehi Keha, the hand that is weaker. Yod Keha, so that's why Yodcha. Vishamarta Sachuka Hazer, and you shall keep the statue, Lemoy Ado, at its appointed time, Miyomim Yomima, from year to year. Miyomim Yomima, Mishan Loshono, meaning from year to year. Yomim Yomima, Mishan Loshono. Also, again, what is the Torah adding with this Pasik? Pasik Yidal, Vahoyo Kiviacha. Hashem al Eretz Aknani, Kashinish Belchov la Visachon Son Allah. And it will come to pass when Hashem will bring you to the land of the Knani. Rashi said already, the land of Knani includes all the, 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 the Shiva Omas. It calls them Eretz Knani. Kashinish Belchov la Visachon, as he swore to you and to your parents. And uh, Rashi already said before where the La Visachon was, he brought down the, all the different Psukim and Hashem promised them. And it'll be when Hashem brings you. Uh, and this passage begins talking about the um, the law of the Bukharis. So actually, as I mentioned earlier, uh, by Dabir Hashem, when Hashem speaking to Moshe, he starts only one thing about the Bukharis. And then the Moshe Rabbeinu is uh, talking to the people, and he talks about everything else. Uh, about the Shivas Yomim, about the Gen, about the Korb Pesach. Uh, the Ben Chochem, the Ben, uh, I mean the Ben, uh, the Ben Tip, the Ben Sheni um, Deilishel, we got it. Lebin Chayim. Zoktrashi. So yes, but I'm saying, but this is talking about with regards to the following Vartakol Peterechem, regards to the Bechiris. Yes, but I'm saying, Shalom to Mekan. There's some of our rebbes, our teachers, our masters that learn from here. That the um, firstborn that were born in the desert uh, were not sanctified. They didn't become a Kodesh. They didn't have the special Kedusha of the Kodesh. So, um, because it says, And those who say that they were sanctified. So what do you mean? 
Mefarish biyazu. So what does it mean when you come to Allah's Kanani? That's when Loimar to tell you midbar if you're gonna fulfill it, in other words, the commandment of the Bukhidis in the midbar, is then you will uh, fulfill it over there too. you will marry to do it there, if you do it in the uh, midbar. Um but Lakhaira, this whole uh, Indian of Bukhaira, uh over here we are talking about the Peta Shekha Bahima, um Lashem, um we're gonna see um uh, <coughs> that didn't apply but it, maximum it started over there in the midbar, uh but not before the midbar, even though the concept of Bukhaira is by Ruvain, by the Aesov and uh um, the whole uh, idea is our, the Bukharis were already a long time ago uh, with uh, between Yaakov and Esau etc <coughs> where did he swear to you? it says like Hashem swear to you Hashem says I'll bring you to the land that I promised and uh, again, Rashi has already mentioned earlier when it says Hashem uh, swore to you, and uh, Rashi is repeating here again. He's not repeating Lavei Sacha because um, he just uh, had it before uh, where Rashi brought it down. This was just in Pasik Ches. The Perik you'd give Pasik Ches. The Torah just said before Kasher. Nishba Lavei Sacha. Rashi touched there where the Avi uh, was. And um, that alone needs to be looked into. Why over there the Torah just says Anish Balavisakha doesn't say Lukha. Uh, but here it says Nishbala Visakha Losis Loch. But it doesn't say Nishbalakha Vilavisakha Losis Loch. And over here the Pasik in addition to saying um uh, the Torah is also adds Nishbalakha uh, Vilavisakha. So why this this chilik? And um, as I said, the, the Kanani over there is it's enumerated over here. It's uh, <coughs> it's um, just called by the Kanani, as Rashi pointed out over there, that the Kanani actually includes all the nations. So, um, so what should be? Son Allah says, "We'll give it to you." It should seem to you as if he gave it to you today. And it should not be seem to you as an inheritance from your forefathers. So, uh, and therefore, uh, not the pasuk could have stopped and said, "So, swore to you to your fathers." So, meaning it's passed down to you through your fathers, and then it's an inheritance, it's like another thing, but. We have to look at the Son of Allah as if Hashem is giving it to you. I is already Nishbalakha, He's promised to give it to you, but Kilu the Son of Allah by Biyem. Looks like a Yerusha service would be a lesser level, something that you didn't get it directly. It's just your father got it, so therefore it's not as important. But here Hashem is saying, Son of Allah, He's giving it to you, so you should look at it as if you're giving it. But Rashi adds, not stop the son of Allah, Rashi says, Boy, boy, boy. That is, let's give it to you on that day. Uh, in other words, when it's given to you. 
Mitzvah Nalach. Because uh, not even from the Shvua, it's like an old promise also. So the Son of at the time that he gives it to you, is both things. It's Lecho, and at the time that he gives it to you. Pasuk is based. And you shall uh, give over to Hashem. Uh, so you should give over to Hashem all the... Uh, uh, opening up of the womb, the one that opens up the womb, Peter that opens up Rechem the womb, so you should give it over to Hashem. Behold, Peter and all the openings of Shagir Behema, Asher Lucha, opens up the womb of the animal. Uh, so the Shagir Behema actually, Peter means the opening up. Uh, Shager means, as Rashi will say, when the behemoth sends out, which means it drops, it's a navel, it's a miscarried. <coughs> so that miscarried is, uh, and Rashi is going to explain that that miscarried gets the status of a bechayr, so that the next one is not a bechayr by the behemoth. So the Shager behemoth, that will be to you. So, so Kopet Rechem is, is, is referring to the human. Beings, uh, without saying that it says Petashekabahema. Or both of these are talking about the uh, about the Behema. But the first one in the Paskid base, first one is talking about Kol Peterechem Lashem, that it opens up and the animal lives. And then the Peter Sheger Behema, and also the opening that the Behema sends out. But not at the time, Ashiyilcha is Ashkarim Lashem, the male should be to Hashem. So it's either the Chidash is here, the Behema. And also the din of Sheger. But maybe the Varv that the Kopeterechem Lashem is talking about the uh, males from the human beings. As, but then the Pasik starts talking, seems like the first time we started to talk there about the human beings. So maybe this is talking all about the animals. Avarta means you shall separate. You shall separate. The opening up of the womb, Lashem. And you shall give over his inheritance to his daughter. So it means separation means separate to give away. So you separate Lashem to give away Tashem. Sheger Behema, Rashi Nefel. That's talking about a miscarried uh, baby. The mother sent him. Mother drops him. Uh, the mother rejects it, sends away, but not in time. In other words, earlier, prematurely. When the Pasuk is teaching you that he is sanctified as a Bechoyer, but if it's a Shager, it's not really worth for anything, it's seemingly. But it says, that is to exempt the one that follows so that it's not a Bechoyer, but not the, the Shager behavior itself is not alive. You can't bring it as a carbon, you can't do anything with it because it's dead. But he wants to tell you that it's at least a car, it's considered to be a Bechoyer, so that the following is not going to be Chai Bechoyer. Kimoi, like we have in the Pasuk Tvarim, Yudzai, Pasuk Yudgimel, Shgar Alofecha. Over there, uh, it says the uh, the offsprings, Shgar of your cattle. So here Shgar is the mother sent out, but here it's Shager, Peter Shager, meaning uh, prematurely. So the word shager itself doesn't mean prematurely. Shager means just that sent by the mother, meaning that it's born from the mother. 
But this one is not coming but to teach us about the nefil uh, So we see clearly the kopederech was talking only about the animal. Over here. But not about the... So Rashi says clearly, Or maybe the kopederech includes everything. It's animal, behemoth, it doesn't matter. Peterechem is Hashem, which is, applies to everybody. And if you're going to say, maybe also the firstborn of an unpure animal. Unpure animal means an animal cannot be eaten, not a kosher animal. The mashma is also included. So the Pesach comes and articulates in another place, in the Vodim, it says, what you test, over there it says specifically that the Bechor has to be from your cattle and from your sheep. Then Rashi gives the other pshat. Loshen achar yesh lefarish b'avartu kol peterechem is referring b'bchirod to my kosim medaber, and that's only the b'pachirchosim. Chol peter sheger is not talking about just to tell you about the nafel, but peter sheger is talking about the regular uh, birth of the animal that uh, is uh, firstborn, that is lashem. So there Rashi is himself saying both of these pirushim uh, uh, that I was wondering. So. So in the Loshan Achar, Vartikopetarecha means the Odom, and Petashek Behema means the regular uh, opening of the womb. Sheger doesn't mean the Nefil. But if Vartikopetarecha means the Behema, then Petashek is talking just about the Nefil, because then we wouldn't need another Pasif for Kopetarecha, as Rashi says. And that's why Rashi has to explain the Chachila, the Avshin Nefil, Nefil Kodesh Sheger, Kamesh Galaf, Vachav Zelibol Alam, and Allah Nefil. So even though even is not as a nafel, even ain't one who's not a nafel, he's also called sheger, like we said shgara lefecha from desvegin. But this one is talking about a nafel. That's if we say about the kopeterechem is talking about behema. Why would we need two psukim? But the lashon says no. This is not talking about an nafel. It's talking about regular uh, behema. But about the kopeterechem is talking about the human beings, and the kopeterechem is talking about the animal, but not but not specifically about nafel. And the firstborn of the donkey, that you should redeem for a sheep. In other words, you exchange the, 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 the firstborn of the chamoir, the petter, the opening of the womb of the chamoir, you exchange that, you redeem it for a seh. So really the chamoir is Kaddish, is Kaddish, but you can't, the chamoir itself cannot be brought to the Mizbech, but it's only this, only you can stay change for yourself. And if you don't uh, redeem it, uh, so then then you shall decapitate it, you break the top of his head. And then the positive, and also the firstborn of the males, of the human beings, of your sons, uh, you should redeem. Um, Maybe that's what that's the Lashon Achar, because uh, according to the uh, Pshat, the first time it talks about an Odom is in this Pasik. So therefore Rashi brings only a Lashon Achar, that Vata Kopetarechem means Odom, because why would the Chel Bechir Odom, it comes out that this is new. Or else Vata Kopetarechem is already talking about Odom. Why would we need another Pasik over here? Maybe that's what Rashi says, Lashon Achar. And Rashi doesn't explain uh, why we need the second Pasik over here. But... Here the Torah tells you Petr Chamoir. But not the opening of any other unclean animal. 
So here we see that there is a special halacha uh, with regards to the womb, the opening of the womb with the bechor of a chamer, which doesn't apply to any other animals which are not clean. This is a gazer uh, of the verse. The Pasuket decreed so. In other words, we don't have a reason for that. Why is Chamer different? And he says, but then the Pasuket says, So, Rashi does give a reason, because the firstborn of the Egyptian were compared to the donkeys. So, because they're donkeys, that's why the Chamer should be... Uh, uh, a Kaddish, because they're compared to donkeys. Try to remember the Bukhar Mitzrayim. So maybe it, that after it fits there, you chop them off uh, because to remind the destruction of the Bukharis. But the Tiv de Beseh also, you know, we don't want to kill the animal, but to say that himself isn't, um, um, shouldn't be used as it is. Maybe that's the reason. But it's still called Exeris HaKosov, even though we, Rashi's explaining Lefi. But it's still the the, the pasuk says because of this rationalization. But it's still the fact that we're making a, a, a standing out one particular animal that can still be referred to as gzeris akosov to try to tell you that it's still uh, just the pasuk decree. So without making one animal different than the other animals. Void and another reason. Ben Rashi says Rashi says because they. Helped the Jews by going out of Egypt. The Chamerim Shein l'cha echad mi Yisrael, because there hadn't wasn't even one Jew. Shall not l'harbe Chamerim that did not take along many donkeys to unim mekaspem mezavim shul Mitzrayim that were loaded from the silver and from the gold of the Egyptians. Um, and uh, Rashi says here the begadim, which also uh, in the order Rashi starts from the. Lower to the more expensive. It was the Kesav Vizov Usmolis. Here it says Kasper Vizov. But the, maybe the, uh, the garments they wore on themselves. But in any event, they loaded up all these donkeys. And in this case, the donkeys were actually Khashiv. It's not so much about the Arafte or the Tifta, but it's, it's a Khashiv because they helped the Yidden. So therefore, they deserve like a special, a special privilege to be. Um, uh, have the union of Bukharis by them. So what happens when you redeem it for the sheep? Um, when you redeem the sheep. Uh, so, think He gives a lamb to the Kayan. And then, The firstborn donkey is permitted to be used. Uh, regular. I mean, uh, now it's not loses the Kedusha. It doesn't have to be a Raftai. And the lamb is ordinary property, in other words, not koyin in the hand of the koyin. Uh, in other words, the lamb has no sanctity and may be used by the koyin. As opposed to the bechoyin of the, the peter uh, and the peter of the korcho v'tzeincho. Now Rashi before, in the previous Rashi, Rashi said, how do we know that we don't have uh, because the Pesach says so but we have the, the Pesach also so it seems that Rashi says here 
But maybe that's only because we have the pasuk of Karcho Betzernichos. So that's why we're learning that the Petach Hamayir means like Petach Abayimut Mayir. But had we not had the pasuk of Karcho Betzernichos, we would not say Chol Petach Hamayir like Petach Abayimut Mayir. We would say Fakert. We would say that that's coming to teach us that all Petach of animals would uh, of unclean animals would have to be uh, re- uh, redeemed or arafta, just like the Chamayir. Uh, so that's what I said before from Bukarcha Bitsenka we learned that no, that uh, only uh Tmeis do not need to be uh do not have the Kedushas of Bukhairis at all. It's on the whole Petakhamaivula Petashar Baby Tme as Rashi says over here. Varaftai, what is Araftai shall decapitate it? Rashi Urfay Bikfitzma Akhirov, he decapitated with a cleaver from behind and kills it. So, Rashi explains seemingly as a useless act. He has caused the Koyan to lose his money by neglecting to give him the redemption lamb. Therefore, he must lose his money by decapitating his donkey. So therefore, he ends up losing his donkey. Question is why did the Torah assign particularly this kind of a um, of a death for the uh, animal? Torah just says varakti, whatever. Anyway, Torah says varakti in this particular way. This is the only way to do it. And every firstborn of your son you shall redeem. How do you redeem your son? Doesn't say the pasuk doesn't say to you. It just says you redeem. So in a way, the pasuk kind of said before. In this case, the Torah never told you that he's, that he is uh, kaddish. If we learn that that means that first you're saying the pasuk said that he would be kaddish, and then the pasuk is saying. We're talking about the chamoir that you can't use it itself for a, for a carbon, and by and by the chamoir is a lot of after. So then the post says vechayil and all the bchayil munecha that we said is kodesh. But if we never said that it's kodesh yet, so then it would be the whole chiluv chayil and the We're just being mechadish now for the first time that you have to redeem him because before it didn't say bchalal. Redeem him means that he's kodesh. How do you redeem it? This is the five sloim you give to the koyin. The redemption has been set up, you know, how much you give in another place, elsewhere in the Chumash, and therefore the Pazi doesn't tell you here specifically, it just tells you what the din is with regards to a Bechayron. Now the Pazi over here did not say, just said, he didn't say what it means to Hashem. So what do you do with it? What it means Hashem? Rashi explained what you do with the Chamoir, Petr Chamoir, and what you do with the Seh. Rashi said to the Seh, U Petr Chamoir muter ba'anoah. So from this you see, Vaseh chulim biyad koyim. So you see from this Rashi, the Rashi is trying to tell you that the Seh, when it's not Tiv uh, Seh, but it's the Seh alone that it becomes the Bechoyer, that it's Bechoyer Bechorcho Necha, then it's Hashem. What does Hashem mean? Hashem means that it becomes, you have to bring it for a carbon. The Pasik never uh, talks about it specifically, what you do 
the Bechoyer, the din of the Bechoyer, you know, the type of uh, a carbon that it's over here, but in this case, Rashi says, Selvichu. Now your son will ask you tomorrow. Mazois, what is this? Now tomorrow means sometimes tomorrow, but Rashi is going to say tomorrow means in a later generation. They're going to say to you, Mazois, what is this? With a strong harm, God our God has taken it out from Egypt. Um, uh, tomorrow. We're not talking. We're talking about the future generations. So there is a mocher which is now, which means mocher after now. now in this during this period of time. There's a mocher which means after time. like in this one of like the one in Yeshua Tomorrow, your sons will say to our sons, the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruven, Bnei God, Bnei Ruven, when the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruven return from the war uh, that they led, they went ahead of the Yidden as they promised that they will be Chalutzim before the Bnei Yisrael. So on the way back, they went and they built their um, a structure and they used it as a as a uh, as a reminder, the, the, the Jews, the other Jews res- suspected them that they're trying to separate from them, but they said, no, that tomorrow your sons will send the arson, that what, you don't have a part in, in Alekei Yisrael, so that was a reminder, no, that we are all part of one people, this is what the Bnei God says, so over there, Mochar meaning in the future, when people won't remember anymore what took place in this time, so that's the Bnei God, the Bnei Ruben. so in this case, he's saying, Mazois, so this is already the third, the third of the fourth children that we have. He says, Mazois, what is this? Zakhtarash is a tinik tipish. This is the uh, tipish uh, child. This is a the foolish child. He doesn't know to ask his question deeply. And he uh, asks in a general question. What is this? Without going to tickle it. In the, the, uh, the specific. Uh, in another place in the Dvarim Vav Chav over there when the Pasik quotes that the child asking it says Moha Eidus Vachukim Amishpatim instead of just saying Mazois what is this in a general way he says what are the Eidus the Chukim Amishpatim Gemer Harizois Shailos Ben Chacham so that is the question of a son of a Chacham the difference the Tipesh asks Mazois without asking articulating and that's Mazois Chukim Amishpatim so the Torah speaks, corresponds to the four sons. Rasha, that was the first one, it says Lochem. <coughs> we talked about before, Vigan Telebincha. Vashayel Derech Stuma, one who asks in a general way. Vashayel Derech Ocha, one who asks in a clever way, in an articulate way. So this is the Pasik Yudalad, when your son will ask you. Again, this is Moshe's words speaking about another son over there. We don't find any new statement from Hashem. So Hashem, conceivably, in the beginning of the Kaddish, also told him this, because this follows the parish of Kaddish. Hashem just told the Kaddish, So, in the words of the Ebrister, he tells just, He talks about just the Adam Behem in a general way. 
And here this follows up by the question, but this is also Lukhaira from Hashem's command to him. Pasik Tazvahikhenu and it came to pass when Paray was too stubborn to send us out. So Hashem killed all the firstborn land of Egypt, whether it's from the firstborn of the man and the firstborn of the animal. Uh, therefore I will uh, slaughter to Hashem and here the Pasik talks about the actual carbon, what you do with the first kol peter rechem hazuchorim all the first uh, open of the womb of the male uh, and again from the kosher animals v'chol b'chor bonayevde and all the sons firstborn of my sons I will redeem Pasik the zayin v'hoyo le'ois al yodcha with the yodcha with the chof hei with the yadkeya that should be for a sign on your house with tofes ben inecha uh, before the Torah calls it Lizikorin, here it says Lizikorin, uh, there was a strong hand, Hashem took us out of Egypt. Over here we're saying Lizikorin is Tefillin. For the Lizikorin's memories, here is Tefillin. Because there are four compartments screwing Tefillin. Tat Bekat Vishtayim. Uh, tat in Katvi and, uh, is, is, it means two. Tat is two in, in the language of the Katvi. And the Pat uh, Afriki in the Lashon of the Africans is time is two. So, uh, two, two. So, Tat, Pas. Two, two means four. Umnachim Chibrei, he rooted it in Vataf El Dorim, Al Tatif Loshon Dibur, Kimoy Lizikorin. That is like Lizakorin, it means that it's lost of language, so because one who sees them tied, he will remember the Ness when he speak about it. That's called Lizikorin as a remembrance, speaking about it and remembering. This is the Lois um, al This is also the Parsha of the uh, firstborn.